Hello everyone and welcome to the Big Green Couch Holiday Edition. Boo boo. Evan, no need for intro music. I just took care of that. <laughs> uh, but today we are talking about our year in review. Okay, what did we learn? What are we reflecting on? How are we feeling? What has happened to us? And my personal favorite your top three moments of 2021. Because we got to keep it positive, people. There might have been some crazy moments, some bad moments, but top three is going to outshine any bottom three, right? Right. Okay, so who wants to go first? Rusty! Yeah, yeah, because mine's, mine's pretty quick and interesting. I don't have a memory, so uh, I probably forgot everything that happened in the past year. Uh, maybe that was a good thing. Yeah, not always bad. So, uh, first thing, it's just funny, right? I learned what group me was, uh, through work. We started implementing group me things. Um, and I kind of, I kind of learned what it was. I'm not going to say I know it, know it totally inside and out now, but, uh, so some technological advancement on my part. Rusty, how many social media apps would you say that you use on a regular basis? I, anymore, not too many. Um, yeah, not too many anymore. See, I never really use group me either. I do dabble in Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Yeah. But I've never really used GroupMe. Or what's the other, like, messaging one? WhatsApp. WhatsApp. I have mm-hmm. WhatsApp. Yeah. I don't hardly ever use it. But it just Not becomes overwhelming sometimes. But GroupMe, I feel like, really has some cool features. I actually kind of like it. Yeah. And, and just, I mean, I only use it for work, but right. I, haven't, I haven't branched out yet. So uh, we'll, I'll dip my toe in that later. <laughs> right. So. That's a good learning. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, just things that, uh, let's see, how about the top three? We'll do the top three first. So I got my, my 500 yoga certification, so I was thrilled with that. Um, since we had time to do that, and it's all um, virtual now. Like, yeah. Like my, first, my first part, yeah. And, and through that, I think I, I discovered that yoga actually works some, right? Um, it's not the cure-all, end-all for everything, um, as few things are, but it does help. Uh, especially during the times we're going through now with relaxation and, and de-stressing and, and keeping the body and mind kind of in tune. Um, yeah, so that, that's helped a lot. Uh, you know, does it cure everything? No, you still have to do other things, but it's all, it's a, definitely a tool in the toolbox, right? Yeah, I like how you said, uh, like, it took 500 hours to be like, yeah, I think it helps a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit like all right i only have to do it for 500 hours to, to realize it but because that's i like it because that's how i feel about yoga too it was like i don't know why but i just kept doing it and it took about 100 years and then i was like you know i think this actually is helping yeah and and a lighter wallet right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um yeah, so yoga start. Um, and so one fun thing I got to do and work related was, and I think somebody else did here too, um, was do the, it was in the middle of the night, but do the online class uh, internationally though. So in my instance, it was, it was uh, Japan. So um, very cool, very fun to do. Just a different experience, um, you know, to sit at home and do something that, that crosses international borders is pretty cool. So yeah, just something that was neat. That's very cool. Do. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed that because... What time did you have to be away? Midnight? Were you teaching at midnight, or what time was it for you? It was midnight or one. I can't remember. Um, but it was twice. I think I did it twice. Are you normally awake at that time? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an early bird, so I would. I know some people. They're just like, oh yeah, I can do that like pretty easily. I would. I would. I probably would have been asleep at like 8 p.m. and had to wake up for it. 
No, in fact, in fact, one in the morning, I'm only a few hours from getting up there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, All right. I'm not yeah. that, I'm not that early, but wow. But still fun, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, adaptations, you know, that have happened over the year from the virtual, from face to face, you know, we've talked about that before, uh, just interacting with people differently now. Like I haven't seen you guys live in person ever. But I feel like I have, right? So if I saw you, it would be the same thing. Just like when I saw some staff after all this time, it was just the same, right? So very strange, um, but different. You know, we had to all, all deal with it. I learned about burnout a little bit because we did the whole burnout thing. Um, so that helped, that helped as well. So a lot of education uh, for me. And what else did I have on there? Oh, so a big thing, right? The, one of the biggest is I found out where I'm at um, or with the company I'm with, I've had job security through through all this, right? which is amazing in the field uh, to be able to to be still working and, and and thriving actually. So yeah, very impressed with that and very thankful for that. So yeah. Oh, one more thing: uh, teaching teaching in person at the university, totally different deal. I had a lot of apprehension going in there. Um, after being so far apart from them so long with everything and masks weren't required with the students um, when we went back, whatever last semester. So yeah, very different, a lot of apprehension, a lot of uh, uh, had, to, had to bring in the yoga component so I could mellow out a little bit um, and get rid of that stress that I was feeling for that going back to classes like that. But uh, all turned out good so far, so good deal. Yeah, big time. I, I totally agree with you. When you think back on us just still having jobs and, like, all the stress of the past year, it's, like, it really just makes you sit back and be like, wow, this is, that's really something special and, you know, just something to be so grateful for. Yeah, yeah and I think we did really well. So, um, and that, that helps too, right? So we not yeah. only were in it, but we, we, we were able to thrive. So, yeah. Yeah, good. so true. And I'll say, I, I, you know, I'm in school too, not as a teacher, obviously, <laughs> as a student. But uh, I just laugh at, you know, you talking about how school was different, people wearing masks. And I had a class on, on campus and we had to wear masks in it. And it was weird because it was like some people were physically in class, but then the other ones were still virtual. So it was like split. They were teaching to both at once, like on a camera. And my teacher was so hilarious. He's not super tech savvy. But anytime someone on the screens tried to ask a question or, like, tried to answer a question, he'd be like, speak up! I can't, I, we can't hear you in here. And he's just like yelling constantly. And then when he tried to ask them a question, they'd be like, uh, you're kind of breaking up, sir. We can't hear you. And he's like, I'm basically yelling. Like he was just so annoyed the whole time. And I just could never stop laughing because it was every single class without fail. He's like, you're going to have to speak up. It's very difficult to hear in here and just kept the whole semester. And I was like, you know what? Our last class is this week. And I just... I think that he's not going to do virtual teaching next semester, and I am happy for him. <laughs> for <that. laughs> no, it's a whole, a whole different thing. Like this, the students. So the students did wear masks, but I wore masks. Um, and so speaking through that, and I mean, you know, everybody knows how it is in a mask. And speaking through that for you know an hour and a half is, is very trying. You you get out of breath at first until you get used to it because mm-hmm. you're just constantly and you're trying to project and the mask blocks. So yeah, some some uh, hurdles there to to get over mm-hmm. definitely yeah, well I've got a very loud voice so he never had a problem hearing me I was basically I would hear people over the thing I could hear what they were saying like in the room over video 
And he'd be like, you know, yelling that he can't hear him. And I'd be like, they said this. And he's like, Brooke seems to be able to hear you, but I cannot. And I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> so it was like a whole, it was a whole experience. I pretty, I got a kick out of it, but <laughs> he, he seemed very frustrated. <laughs> All right, Jake, I think we're up to you. Rusty, those were great. I yeah. love that. You really make me feel a positive sort of way about the past year. And this is what I was hoping for to just kind of, Get a twinkle in the eye and warmth in the heart, Grinch style. <laughs> Very holiday esque. <laughs> well, if you got, can you guys hear my earrings on screen? You see, that I got the bells. You can't. No, hear them? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you had like a little holiday, like scrunchy the other day. I know. Day too. Well, yeah, I actually oh, I have there one. It is. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I have one in my hair. I'm trying to be as festive as possible. That that's all that's we fun. need. That's all we ask for. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I, I like uh, all of Rusty's points, and uh, even going back to the social media aspect uh, throughout the past year, it's been something for me that I've always used social media, but I never really created content. And throughout the pandemic, again, us being employed that entire time, not only uh, did we have to kind of manage that and find new ways to track and get analytics, but the whole creative juice is behind it. And that's one of the things that I am really thankful for because of the pandemic is uh, you have this whole time to kind of step back and come at it with a different thought process. And it's helped make me more creative in and outside of work and even when I go home I'm thinking about work but not necessarily uh, how it used to be thought of as a stressful process but more so as like a creative process and you're thinking oh like what can I do better for our facilities for our members whatever we need to do in the new year to drive more engagement and help more people so that's one of the things that I'm really thankful for. And then kind of diving off of that too, uh, this one, not so work-related, but uh, just more personally, uh, having that pandemic time, having one-on-one time with my family and uh, even my mom, she has a call with her sisters and her mom every single night and it just it makes that connection so much more special because prior to the pandemic they weren't calling nearly (laughs) close to any night they were calling maybe once a month or every other month and even me I got to live at home with my parents for a while obviously there were some scares (laughs) Uh, but that time with them I'm not going to say it was perfect but uh, because everyone gets on each other's nerves here and there but I am very very thankful for having that time at home with my family with my siblings and then leading me to kind of my last uh, piece that I'm really thankful for this year was uh, I was able to rescue a dog and not a small one a mm. <laughs> uh, 102 pound Alaskan Malamute who was still very puppy-esque um, but I am extremely thankful that I could take him in out of a harsh environment of uh, Texas because he's not made for that and uh, give him a warm well a cooler home <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, just really learn how to kind of be a, a pet owner and a pet dad through and through and I'm so thankful for him and being 
a part of my family and everyone loves him. He's grown so much throughout the past year. So it's important to see not just only like your own growth, but your, your pet's growth, your family's growth, your friend's growth. And this whole pandemic, like as, as harsh as it was, there was a ton of growth. And when I think back of that, this has probably been one of the years that I've grown the most easily in the past decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are a good dad, dog. Dog dad. Dad. Dog. Dad. How do you dog? Dad. Dog dog dad. Dad of a dog. Evan's got it. Say it again. Dog dad. You're a good dog dad. Thank you. I appreciate that. Jake, I like what you said about us growing. And it's so interesting that um, we see all this growth and and how we adapted and in such a tough time. And it really speaks volumes to kind of like our our perseverance. Um, But on the flip side, like it's so interesting that we took a pandemic that actually requires us to, to, to distance away from each other to actually get closer to people that, you know, we, we love and, and know it's funny that like, you're like, Oh, I don't get to, I didn't get to call my family this as often, but during the pandemic, you know, you were as close as, as to them as, as you have been for a while. Right. Um, this is crazy. That's yeah. taking a pandemic. Yeah, kind of back to the whole rusty point. Like, if I got, if I saw you guys on the sidewalk, I'd just be like, "Hey, like, it's you. Like, what's going on? Like, nothing new. Like, we could pick up the conversation where it was last left off, you know." And uh, again, you kind of just have that that connection with people, and it it took like a lot of like worry. And uh, like everyone was very scared and you built on that connection. So and even my mom today, like she's still very scared and I I don't want to bring it in too much, but it is a very uh, terrifying time in our lives. And, you know, you are there for people you're there to comfort them and support them and you kind of build off of that and it it brings a different dynamic to the relationship yeah and i think it's kind of that concept you you don't know what you have till it's gone or you don't appreciate it until you know it's in danger right is like we always knew uh, I, we've always been able to call our families or whatever but when when it was looming upon us, no, you can't go see them. No, you can't, you know, meet up in person. I think people really were like, oh my gosh, you know, for how long, right? And it sort of did bring people together in that way. And it's, it just kind of makes you appreciate more so what you have, not take it for for advantage, you know? Even you, Brooke, like you you couldn't travel home nearly as much as you probably wanted to during this whole process. My brother, he was stuck in Thailand for like two years. This is his first Christmas home Mm -hmm. in two years. It's just like you, you have them virtually and you're thankful for all those connections virtually, but it's not like you can be there in person or if anything happens, you're isolated out from that. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. It just really makes you appreciate it. I like, too, what you said about uh, not everything was perfect when you lived at home because <laughs> even though you, there's always going to be some, you know, arguments or tension or whatever uh like some of that is part of the fun you know I always Mm -hmm. think about when I go home the fights I get in with my brothers or my parents like when I look back at them I just am dying laughing every time about 
how much we yelled at each other. It's like kind of part of the fun too. You know, later on maybe. Yes. Yesterday after I left the house, uh, I was thinking back of one of the conversations my, my 39 year old brother had with my parents and he was taking out the recyclings and garbage and he was in shorts and a t-shirt and my parents were like, it's cold out there. He's like, I understand. They're like, you're going to want to put on a jacket. He's like, I'll be fine. <laughs> and they're like, but just put on a coat. Like, you're going to, and it's like, he's 39 years old. They're just still trying to control everything. Yep. It's like, it's just so funny to me. It's like, they're, they're only looking out for him, like the best interests in him and me. Yeah. But just being in that dynamic, it, when, you might be irritated in the moment, but to look back on it after you, you enjoy those times, those fights, you can laugh about it. You can, yeah. you can just brush it off easily. It's so funny. Parents just really can't help it, but it's like, you know, if he's if he's 40 years old, he'll probably decide on his own if he's going to wear a coat or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not going to be able to uh, say much on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. So, Evan, why don't you go next? What do you feel like your reflections were from the past year? What did you learn or what, what went on? Yeah. Um, well, for starters, um, I learned that I was able to adapt to our environment of working from home, um, a position that I, I've never had to actually do or be in before where I was restricted in the amount of exercise that I was used to. So I wasn't able to go to the gym as much. And as, as far as a lot of people are concerned, they're like, well, that's not a big deal. But when it's part of like your mental process, it, it you know, it's part of your routine it's hard to kind of move away from that. So I, I, I feel like I adapted really well to the environment um, after we were faced with the, with the working from home. Um, and because of that, I think I've, I've seen a lot of personal growth more than I think I've ever seen um, come from, from working from home this past year and the year before. But this past year especially, I've, I've learned um, to develop skills that I never would have thought I'd have. Um, I feel like... I've developed work-related skills as well as um, skills connecting to our clients more. Um, we got to interact with with more clients and not just on our own site, but across multiple sites in different areas. Um, and I got to learn a lot, a lot from them, what their daily routines were like now, um, opposed to what they were like on site. Um it, it was very eye-opening to learn about their stress levels and, and the different environments that they were in. Um, you know, like a lot of them didn't have desks at home or, or were working from their couches. And then they were complaining about back pain and all these other, other kind of aches and pains that they have. And, you know, it's not so different than what we were seeing on site where people have been sitting for so long. But the impact that it had on them um, was more pronounced than I think it's ever been. Uh, and being able to interact with them in their home, uh, like on a on a, a video call, was very personal, and it, it felt like I was more connected than ever. So I got, an, I feel like I, I, I personal and professional growth were there this past year, um, and more so than I think I've ever had. Yeah, you're so right with that. I think about the learning to exercise from home too. Like we've talked about this in past episodes, but. I really was not a home exerciser before this all went down. Like, it took a lot more to get me motivated. So that's a good point is, like, from that shift, it's just, like, 
a lot easier to motivate myself. Like if I have to work out at home, great. Sidewalk, great. Gym, great. Like mm-hmm. any anywhere that it has to happen, because I'm the same way. Like for my mental clarity, for me to be able to work each day, there has there has got to be some movement. And anymore, it's like any any time of day, any way, any place. You just like learn to make it happen. Yeah, that's so true. It's, for for sure. Top three okay. moments. These are my favorite. Oh. I think they're so fun. Yeah. Um, let's see, top three moments. Um, well, I got engaged. Um, so that was a big moment for me, a big life moment um, for me, for sure. And if I didn't include that, I feel like if my fiance was listening, she'd be really mad at me. Well, yeah, um, I mean, that's like arguably one of the biggest moments of your entire life, let alone like yeah. just this past year, <laughs> top three. You're like, well, yeah, I guess I'll put that in there. I <laughs> know, okay, that's, that's definitely number one. Um, it, it was a huge moment for me, and I got to share it with my with my sister and her now wife. Um, so I think that moment was just very special, and um, I reflect on that a lot. So that was nice. Uh, second, um, again, I'm going to touch back on this personal growth. I honestly feel like I know it's not a moment, but it feels like it's it's a moment in the year where I was just like something clicked. Um, I was able to tap into like audio projects like this, um, you know, video work with, with our Instagram page and, and our YouTube page. And that's a highlight for me just because I had never worked in that way before and I really, really like it. So I'm going to add that on there as a top three moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but still below being engaged, obviously. Okay. Yeah. If we were ranking them, that's good. Yeah. If we were ranking them. <laughs> um, and number three, uh, I had, so this is going to sound really selfish, but my birthday this past year was was really special because um, the members that I met and ones that are, are actually back on site, but um, members that I met online had organized um, during my event or I was going to host a, a, a GEX class um, and they organized like a party, like a surprise party. And they contacted people that were back on site that I used to train and like, um, used to have like a whole club here of, um, our Metcon crew. They organized all those people, got them to join in for like this half hour meeting. They got to like talk to them. And then one of the people that are in Buffalo, he gave me like a gift from everybody. And, um, it made me feel like, like a little bit more special. I don't know how to put it. It's like, people that hadn't been to my classes showed up for that. And, and the fact that they were still like, you know, excited to be back or come back and excited to, to see me was, was just, was just, I don't know, like really special. Um, but yeah, I don't know how else to touch on that without getting too sappy, but it was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. That's really cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, Yeah like so nice to see those people coming together and it's just cool right. you talk about you know your personal development and how much it's crazy how much we can I mean I think this episode is going to be kind of sappy anyways because you just reflect and it's like you know it just makes you smile but you talk about personal development and stuff and it's one of those things where then you see these people that you know you're working with 
come together and share something with you, it kind of comes full circle, right? Where it's like, oh, you know, hopefully the things that I've been doing have making have been making an impact, you know, on these people because they care enough to, you know, organize something for you or come to your classes or whatever. So, you know, that to me kind of is a full circle moment where it's like, ah, this feels really good. Like, I hope you guys are getting something like from what we're trying to offer. Yeah, it feels more like community in that way too, and it's 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 hard to feel like a community when you're you know over a, a video call, but it just shows that it's possible, and and I, I think that was a big highlight. Yeah, for sure. And we talked about earlier too, just how incredible it is to be able to connect with people more during this time. Like when you're feeling isolated and secluded, there were ways in which you know, you just kind of connected more so than you ever would before with people either that you wouldn't know or people that you wouldn't necessarily have the time to meet with face-to-face. So it's a cool thing. Like, it's just, yeah, it's very nice. (laughs) Tree, what about you? What are your reflections? Like, what's going on in your brain? What happened the past year? Yeah, um, it would be very sappy. Um, (laughs) A.K.A. Maybe even a therapy session. Oh but, um, yes, I love a good therapy sesh. Yeah, it's 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 honestly been an interesting year. There's been some ups and there's been some downs. Mostly ups, but like when you think about ups, I think it's like less <laughs> vertical and more definitely more lateral because like I don't see things in a negative way. It's just like I've learned so many things and, I, and I'm still processing a lot of the experiences that I've had this year and and like what did I learn from these things how can I grow from these things and so uh, 2021 for me was it was definitely a transitional transformational year I learned a lot about myself and pivoting into different directions I had a career a slight career shift where you know I moved to another account and it it had to show me a lot of the how I was going to test the skills that I had uh, for myself, because I think that throughout my life, I've always just tried to prove myself so much. And it's like, you know, how do I prove myself? How do I show that I'm of value? And even though I may have known that in the past, it's it's something that you have to eventually kind of accept that when it's your time, it's your time. And so for a long time in my life, it was just like, you know, why not me? Why not me? Why can't it, you know, those type of thoughts. And it wasn't until this year where I was like, you know what? I am who I am, you know, and, you know, those who accept me are the ones who are going to accept me and I can't force anything. And so for a long time, it was a lot of forcing, which led me to, um, wear myself thin right? Like, oh, I can do this. Oh, let me do this. You know? And it's always like me, 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 you know, like really pushing that. And then I realized this year, like, girl, okay, like you could do it. Like I proved to myself that I am capable of doing all the things that I wanted to do and all the goals that I have for myself. But then it got to a point where I started to wear myself thin and I was like, all right, you know what? Like you have to learn how to manage your priorities. You know, that's something that I'm still learning, but I learned more specifically this year because 
I've just been trying to keep on to all my relationships, especially like here at Exos, where it's like, oh, you know, I want to be a part of this team and I want to be a part of that team and I want to keep these relationships going. And then I have all these side projects. So prioritizing and planning are things that I still need to work on. Um, But now I feel more confident about working on those things because I have more self-validation than I had in the past. And so this year really taught me like, all right, like you're good girl, relax, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that was definitely something to self-reflect on and also accepting me for who I am and this where I am in life. You know, I think for a lot of us in 2020, you know, especially while working from home and like the lack of the gym and, you know, how we usually, you know, prioritize our, our workouts and everything has just been so challenging, even like diet and nutrition. And so that was a struggle for me. And I gained a couple of pounds and that was a hard first. I was like, okay, you'll be fine. Especially like in this industry, you know, we want to also inspire our clients. But then I realized that I inspire my clients in many ways, not just by how I look, but also my dedication and my work ethic and just being able to take time out to, you know, um, give them time back, you know, from their busy lives. So I think as far as reflections, I would leave it at that, right? Like I accept myself for who I am, where I am today. And I also have learned that the only person who needs to validate me is me. Yes. (laughs) Well said. Super well said, Tree. And such a great point for, I think, anybody at any age in any phase of their life is like, there's a certain level of confidence and like you said just being okay and comfortable with who you are and where you're at that is so like I don't know it makes you feel like cemented like grounded you know where it's like I I I can relate like there's times when I'm just like god what you know what do I want or where do I want to go or like I'm not happy with where I'm at but like I can't quite pinpoint what needs to change to make it so that I am happy with it and like depending on you know maybe it's something that happened or like you know maybe just it's more so of an internal thing like a viewpoint but if you can reach that clarity point where you feel that that like comfortableness confidence in yourself and I am who I am and this is what's this is me this is what I'm about it just it changes everything you know you just it is it's very I don't know I don't even know if I'm using the right words to describe it but I feel like you use better words and I feel you (laughs) no those are great words (laughs) I love that very deep (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I tell you guys aka therapy session <laughs> uh, I mean yeah but it's one of those years too where you really you know it can make or break people too because I think there's a lot of people that the stress and the chaos of it all worked in the opposite direction maybe for some you know like some people found themselves they really found who they were they really settled in and other people maybe you know it exposed some things that maybe we're already issues and Mm. you know, it's like, okay, now, now what do I do? You know, like there may be some fears or just some internal things going on that this whole situation or this past year is really exacerbated. So it's interesting, you know, like I'm really glad (laughs) that yours went the way it did. And 
you know, for any of our listeners or people out there who it maybe didn't have that effect on them or they didn't find their moment of clarity, you know, it's a time to think about it and to think like what, you know, what needs to change or what do I need to do to reach that point too? Cause I think, I mean, my hope would be that everybody gets to that point where they can be comfortable with themselves and, you know, this is me proud of it too, you know? I don't know, I'm just rambling now. No, especially like before that crash and burn. (laughs) Face expressions are not included in this podcast. (laughs) Sorry. I like how Brooke like says something super she hits us with a I don't know, I'm rambling now. Like it's like Like, Well, because your whole speech like got me in my own brain. I'm like, oh my god, yes, preach so good. And then, you know. It's one of those things where you just start thinking and then things start pouring out of your mouth and you're like, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I just, I love it. <laughs> it's all about that, that flow, that, the state flow. So it's yes. not rambling. The flow state. Flow state. There you go. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, the crap, like 2020 comparison to 2021, you know, we were all kind of stuck 2020. And so there was this light at the end of the tunnel for 2021, even though we weren't like clear out the woods. I just think that a lot of us hit the ground running, right? It's like, oh, like, okay, now we can do this. Now we can do that. Now we can do this. And like all the possibilities are endless. But even like when we were in 2020, we were dealing with it. And even though there was a lot of stillness, it didn't mean that because there was stillness that we had time to actually reflect because we still were in a, a state of panic as in like, what are we going to do? You know, how are we going to do it? And then 2021 comes. And I don't think that we really had that space to like really reflect, mm-hmm. you know, because we just started, you know, um, going at a hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, I think that if they didn't, if it wasn't exposed, um, as of yet, it, it probably will be soon. And if not now, then hopefully, you know, um, in the course of 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right. Okay, Tree. so top three moments. You know, what's funny is like, I put my nephew down and I, he's still a top moment, but he was born in 2020. <laughs> so I forgot. I was like, wait, we're in a totally different year. I saw you put that down and I know it was the previous year because my niece was born a couple months later. So I'm like, I thought it was something specific in relation to your nephew, not that he was exi- became into existence. <laughs> no. He gets a side shout out. (laughs) I'm taking you off the list. Like we're now on Evan's ranking system where it's like you're you're cut from the list, but maybe a separate shout out. Honorable Honorable mention. mention. (laughs) Honorable mention. Exactly. That's cold. Ah, you know, it's cold world out there. (laughs) It's tough. Um, okay, so my top three moments, I did not in order, um, too much pressure, but um, me being able to keep my relationships with those who I have built relationships with over the last couple of years that I've been at EXOS, you know, that was always a concern for me. Like, you know, if I switched an account or if I had a different role that those connections wouldn't still exist, but, you know, a year in and, you know, we're all still close and, I feel like our relationships are just going to grow stronger and stronger, not only our professional relationships, but also our personal relationships. You know, like Evan, you get engaged like that was, 
you know, I think we all felt that, you know, it was real. It wasn't just like, oh, you're my work friend and, you know, good for you. So um, I just hope that those relationships continue. And that was probably one of my top three because it's like, all right, there's something solid here and, you know, let's keep it going. Um, number two would be a career shift. So although I am still within the Exos organization, I am in a different role, which doesn't directly have me working with clients. And so I love working with clients. And so I was a little nervous at first because I don't want to lose that skill um, because I'm in a different role, but it shows me how adaptable I am. And so I would say that that's one of my top three. Um, moments. And then my last um, top three moment is me deciding to move to another state, which is I've moved before, but this is the first time I've moved um, within an, an organization. And so it's scary. It's nerve wracking, but it's also. Um, how do I say this? Like. It's showing me like that I can do it right. And mm-hmm. that. I am adaptable and I hate like to keep using that word, but I'm fearless, right? It's, it's, it's more or less showed me that, that I can go with the punches, roll with the punches and and see where it takes me. So I'll leave it. Yeah. You're so right. Tree. And I have always found for myself and I can relate because I also made a big move a couple of years ago, you know, and something I never thought I would do, but it, nothing shows you who you are and like makes you more confident in yourself to me than doing something you're really scared of. And you know what I mean? Regardless of whether you fail or you're successful at it, but the fact that you did it, like there's so many times, even with small things, right? Trying a new activity or trying and, you know, trying new food, there's something tiny, right? Where you're like, you can be scared and you don't do it. And it's like, "Ah, I don't know, maybe next time. But to actually do something, especially when it's something big like that, and it's something that, you know, maybe you're a little bit afraid of, I don't know, there's no feeling like it to be able to conquer that and be like, regardless of the outcome, I did that and I'm capable of it. Like you mentioned, that capability is, I don't know, it's, I think it's so cool. That's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite things. So I like to try new things so often is because I'm like, it just, there's no feeling like conquering something you weren't quite sure you could or even wanted to do, right? <laughs> so. But I think that there's a very small amount of enjoyment that you get from doing something you know you can do. Like, I think that what you were saying, conquering something that you were unsure of or conquering something that is an actual challenge is way more rewarding than just being like, yeah, I can do that. I'm going to do that right now. Quick, easy, done. There's... Uh, there's not a lot of enjoyment out of that to me. Um, but I do want to flashback or, or rewind the tapes a little bit and go back to what Tree said about um, relationships like growing and stuff. And it, it's so crazy because Tree has moved on to a different account and she's on this podcast. And like we, we keep in touch with her. And like when Tree got moved up, like we were nothing but happy for her. And we were sad to like lose her. And we knew that communication wasn't. Uh, we thought that communication wasn't going to be as strong just because she was moving to a different account. And, you know, um, you, you get busy when you're faced with new things. But if anything, it's it's stronger or as strong as ever. And I've been able to work on a project with her. And, and um, I'm, I feel like there is something special about this job where 
it's not like a lot of other jobs where work friends aren't just work friends. You know, you're involved in each other's accomplishments or like when you hear something that they've done outside of work, you're like really happy for them. So Tree, I really like that you, you pointed that out. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I am too, Tree. It's a great point. And it, it is so true. Like I didn't put this in my top moments cause I feel like it's, it's not a moment to me, right? It's like ongoing, but I, I also appreciate it for being in your moments, but <laughs> not to discount it, but like it is, it's ongoing. Like these relationships, I feel like, and I've worked, you know, for this company and in this account for a long time, but I've never felt such strong relationships. And like you said, people who are real friends, and that is something so special. Like it really makes your days fun you know to come to work every day and to get to talk to people you actually want to talk to and that you have fun with and you have ideas with it's like such a good blend of being able to work and also you know enjoy everything that you're doing and the people that you're with so so good it's really gratifying I don't know if like other people feel this way within their teams and I'm not talking about within exos I'm just talking about any like corporation but when you're close to people who excel at what they do like it just is even more gratifying like I know that I could depend on you guys for anything you know what I mean like not just like the personal part but like that professional these professional relationships like all right cool if I'm not the one who knows how to write this I'll get Brooke to write it or you know sometimes like you know Evan is like you know my soundboard when I'm kind of going crazy and I know that he has you know more rational thinking and I know this because I worked with him not just because I'm assuming it and it's like oh you know what I like him he's a great guy so I'm just gonna take my chances and see if he can do this one thing right it's like no we've first been extremely we, we worked really well together we saw each other's strengths and then from those strengths we built like on top of that our relationship so it's just like a win-win when you have um those type of benefits with the people that you grow to know and love mm-hmm. well put we need a button for that this <laughs> we're like man that was just really well put yeah little sound bite that tells us this is just a love fest between us, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke, okay. I think you're the only one left. All right. I will go last. Um, okay, so my reflections, I will say I agree with all of your guys's. I don't have a whole lot more to add, but what I really realized in reflecting back on the past year was what really matters to me. And I think about time with family, experiences, seizing the moment, like so much stress went on and so much uncertainty. And I guess it really taught me that I am a very organized person. I like to be in control and that you just really can't control everything or much of anything, to be honest. (laughs) I like to trick myself into thinking I can control some things, but just to be able to accept the things that I can't control and focus on the things that I can has helped me to learn what really matters. You know, like there's all these little things that could go wrong and like the world's going to throw all these curveballs at you all the time and things can go crazy and you think it's getting better. And then another thing gets thrown in and everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. And to just be able to take that in stride and be able to keep moving and focus on the things that are really important to me has been really 
really, I don't know, a really big part of this year because it's like, I think about, you know, something tripped me up at work or, you know, kind of set my day off, maybe just like something that happened on the street. And I think about, okay, like, but think about all the good things and think about not to be, you know, toxic positivity or anything, but just like, does that random run in with a person who yelled at me on the street? Like, am I really going to let that affect my day? And the answer is like, no, I don't, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be upset. I don't want to get upset about things. I can't control other people and what they're doing, but I can control myself and my sort of mindset. And so I think just focusing on, on that has been really a big part of the last year. Perspective. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, even, even things, I know when COVID started, you know, you try to get control, hey, I could do this and do that. But, you know, in the end, there's not a whole thing. You kind of have to do things that, you know, you're supposed to do, but you can't just worry about it all the time, right? Because, I mean, you do you do the appropriate measures, you take the appropriate measures, but then after that, you know, it is what it is. So you have to you have to kind of let that go. And, and, and again, you know, I, I talk about the yoga thing, but the, so many hours, right? I mean, you kind of got to bring that in to just help deal with things and, and kind of take you away from from that mindset I think so um yeah no good point good point yeah I would it actually did make me think a lot of the concepts of yoga too Rusty of just like what accepting right like palms open just accepting what is going to happen and just dealing with it the best that you can and like using the resources that you have to cope and to be resilient but not stressing out about things that are outside your control. It like very much reminds me of that yoga meditation type mindset. Yeah. And it's very difficult to let go of that anxiety. You know, it, it, it's, it's a difficult thing, but yeah, yoga helps breathing, just breathing by itself helps. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And it's so important because things are just ever changing and it's not going to stop. So you really, you like Rusty said, like you could take all the precautionary steps. You can put an action plan in process, uh, but at the end of the day, you don't know the future. You don't know where things are going to kind of go. So really the best thing is to just focus on what really matters in that moment and then go with the flow. Yeah, it's so true. And you think about too, like, we talk about a lot about how the pandemic and like the last couple of years were very unusual and just a lot of wild things happening. But I mean, if you think about it, that could be any time, mm-hmm. you know, like life is always going to throw crazy instances at us. And we always have to learn and grow from that. Like you guys were talking about, like all the growth that happened is you are always going to have to do that. So I feel like a lot of times we think like, man, when can it just be back to normal? It's like, there really is no normal. Like, if you think about it, you know, like life's always going to throw curveballs at you and you just always have to learn how to knock them out of the park. Like imagine if, uh, imagine if dinosaurs were still around. What would we be doing? What uh, would we be doing? Of course, of course you had to take a turn to the dinosaurs, Brooke. I knew it. We're having a nice, insightful yeah. conversation. Like aliens could land at any moment and then what would we do, you know? Like, yeah. who, who says they're not already here? That's exactly what I'm saying, Evan. That is exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> My top three moments are, um, oh, well, I love I love seeing my family. So my top moment was going back home this summer. Uh, my best friend got married. So I was in her wedding, maid of honor. 
I got to see my family, got to see my niece, Tree. Shout out to the nieces and nephews. Um, she's just a little grown person. It's so weird. She, like, can say ABCs and stuff. And, like, I don't even know. The last time I held her, she, like, couldn't even walk. So now she's just running around being a crazy human. And it's just wild to me. Um, my boyfriend got to come back to South Dakota for the first time. So that was fun. He's a city person. And I grew up on a farm, so we got to do some farm work, all very exciting and fun. <laughs> um, so that was one of my top ones. Another top one, I went back to school, you guys know, started my MBA. Uh, big step for me. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, but haven't been in courses, true courses for, what, eight years or so. So uh, I'm actually in finals week right now, pretty stressed out, uh, haven't used APA formatting of a paper in a long time, that really threw me for a loop, <laughs> um, it's wild all the things you forget about that you had to do in school, but I love it, I'm really, really was fun, and then, oh, my other one was my family, of course, another family one, my family coming back, um, to visit me in New York City, so, my mom and my brother got to come in the fall, and we had so much fun. It was my brother's first time to New York City, and so I got to show them around and hang out with them, and um, I don't know. I just love any time that we can do visits like that. I, I just think they're so fun. Those are an awesome top three moments. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of shows, like, it kind of goes back to your reflections about you just letting things go and and letting things flow because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't even be able to tell that you got so much going on. And there's so much that you do overall. And I'm sure if anybody who listens to this podcast, they probably have seen or heard, not seen, heard of many of your endeavors, whether it be softball <laughs> or, you know, um, yeah. you were doing, um, wasn't it kayaking? Or I, did, I did paddle boarding for a while. Paddle boarding, like, I don't know how big hobbies gal here. It's crazy, you know, like you I just think that you embody work life balance, you know, even though I'm sure in your head and in your life things are probably more hectic than you make it seem. Like the fact that you're able to find like extracurricular activities, go spend time with your family, you know, commit time to your family, even though you have this very huge responsibility, you know, in your professional life, like you're still able to maintain. And now you're going back to school, like doing your MBA. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like only if you have that type of mindset, should you be able to do all those things? And obviously you have that mindset because you're, you're able to put a lot on your plate and make it seem like you have nothing on your plate. <laughs> Honestly, Knowing what you do, Brooke, like for this company, it's insane to me that when you told me like, oh, I'm, I'm back in college and stuff or I'm, I'm going to my MBA, I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I don't. And you I think guys are trees so on the sweet. right path there. <laughs> what was that? You guys are so sweet. Making me feel so good. It's the truth, though. Well, I appreciate it. I, I don't know. I maybe bite off more than I can chew sometimes. Um... But it's just one of those things, you know, it's like I mentioned, like you got to do stuff that scares you. You got to do stuff that challenges you. That's kind of what keeps me alive and going, you know, like I'm not somebody who could ever. And I know you guys are like this, too, because everybody who is on this podcast is just so high performing and high functioning. It's crazy. That's how I know these people are ones who can handle being on a podcast. 
podcast. So with everything that's going on, they've got time to just kind of sit around and chat and reflect and have fun. But I, I think you guys could probably relate in that it would be too much relaxation time or just like stagnant. I shouldn't say relaxation. I love relaxation, but like staying stagnant, not pushing for a next new thing or a new goal is more so what drains my energy. If you, if you know what I mean, like you feel too just stuck almost is like energy draining to me, but try like pushing and trying new things. You get energy back from those things. I mean, not to say you never get tired or, you know, never get worn out. Like, like we mentioned, Tree, like coming back to work, there's a million things to do, but it, it gives you a sort of energy too, you know? And you guys give me energy because you have so much of it and you're so good at what you do. Love you guys. Compliments in this podcast, my goodness. I know. This, this is our Christmas treat or holiday treat is just compliments on compliments to one another. <laughs> I mean, and think I, I about it, you... too. Like, I'm taking school, which, I yeah, sure, hard enough. Rusty teaches people. He has the uh, knowledge already, and he's teaching students every... And he has to grade all of their assignments and their papers. He's so much responsibility to impart knowledge on these young, growing brains. Like, how? How do you do it, Rusty? All right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's true. I think I, I love how you worded it, Brooke, because I think that's the same way that, you know, when our clients start doing exercise, right? Like, hey, our clients come and they say, we have no energy. And then we prescribe them to be active. And all of a sudden, they have more energy. And, you know, I think that's just another way to, um, is, is, is a parallel to, you know, when you feel lethargic or when you feel unmotivated, start challenging yourself. Start putting yourself out there and doing things that you weren't comfortable doing before. And and all of a sudden you do get that vibrant, that vibrance of life again. So I think that is very comparable on um, those two different, you know, analogies. Mm-hmm. And I also just wanted to say that, like, I remember when Jake was talking about go with the flow, like that really stuck with me because... That is something that I'm trying to learn now, too. You know, like, okay, A, you don't have control. And B, you have to go with the with the flow. And you realize that the person who goes with the flow, who's easygoing, is the, the easiest person to work with. You know, like, when they create a less stressful environment. So I just wanted to give a shout out for Jake because he kind of ignited that, that thought in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to hold on to that for 2022 we have to all channel our inner jake that's what we're learning yeah listeners share with us your reflections of the past year and everybody have a great rest of your year invest in you 2022